Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. We are not in the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios this week. We are live from West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, where we are for the Great Smoke 2022, The Last Luau. And we are, once again, well, I'm once again joined by my beautiful fiance, Smokin' Nicole. And we have a very special guest with us tonight. It's our very good friend, Andy Yaffe from Cal Cigars. Side by side. We really side by side. Side by side guest with us. I know. Usually I'm just zooming in. I know. <laughs> I think other than Carney, which doesn't really qualify as a guest, I think you might. Yeah, because he's technically somewhat of a semi-co-host, like co-host, right? Yeah, so I think you might be the first in-person guest we've ever had on the show. Really? I think, because I can't think of another You'd... time when we had someone on, like, sitting with us. I feel privileged then to be to be this to be this first one. So you didn't have any like when you were in Vegas for PCA or anything like that. You didn't have anybody, but you never you never had anybody over. Oh wow. When we're in Vegas for the trade show, it's different because there's just so much going on. When we do a show, we go up to our room, we do a show in an hour, just the two of us, recap show, and then we go back downstairs. Um, so it's a little different. Here we had a little bit more freedom to. Um, have a little more creative freedom to be able to, and the logistic is to have this. So, um, different than our other travel shows, for sure. Um, gotcha. Really excited. Well, you were the first, I think you were the first guest ever on the show. Because the first week. Well, minus, I guess, Carney, which we're not counting as a guest. No, no he's not a guest. Was I the first guest on the show? I know I was on yeah. one of the round table ones that we did the in the beginning. Episode, Brian McGee. Okay. That was technically the first episode. I think maybe you came on the second episode. Okay. I know I was like one of the first three. You were, yeah. Yeah. So it is fitting. But this is, yeah, but now I'm the only one and the first one to do it with you in person. And this should be a thing. We should we should do this again at PCA for sure. Mm, we can do that. <laughs> Wait, so you just said we're going to do this at PCA. Well, I'm going to go out there. Oh. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. Oh, all right. Yeah. We'll see if McAuliffe's out there. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But I would like <laughs> – I'm definitely going to be out there this year no matter what. Can't miss it that many times in a row. No. <laughs> not unless you're uh, before the next one. Hey, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, yeah, but thank you for having me on today. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be down here in South Florida. It's, what, 80 degrees today, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, it was 35 when I left Nashville on Tuesday. No, yesterday, though, seemed more humid than today was. It was bothering me yesterday, but today was fine. But it's uh, beautiful out here on your little refuge that you have. I don't know, you're going to have to tell your guests a little bit more about, what you know, your situation, your living situation this weekend for TGS. But it's, uh, it's quite nice, I think. Well, we rented a house with Oh, there's two peacocks. There was it like an albino looking one. It's white. I don't know. <laughs> Inter- there's an albino peacock here. There was like a white peacock. Yeah. So All right. That, someone... Well, I hope one of the peacocks makes an appearance on this show. That would be kind of cool. Mm. Let's see if we can wrangle yeah. them. Well, when I, you know, to be fair, if we had started maybe a half an hour earlier, it did pop up behind us for a few minutes. And then it, ju- it jumped down. So it could, you know, anybody who's watching, you could see a peacock behind us or a rooster behind us or a cat behind us, maybe an iguana. Have you guys seen any of those yet? They're down Not here. Yet. Not yet. Yeah, they got those big giant lizards down here that just run wild. Ooh, yeah. And snakes. Snakes. You know, well, the backyard of your place definitely has some snakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't, I don't want to see any snakes, though, during the show. Our friends Kevin and Barbara are here with us off to the side in our live Yes. And Las Vegas, I mean, they got snakes. You guys got scorpions, right? Yeah, I mean, they're desert people, so I mean, they got some extra creatures probably. Yeah, they probably got those tarantulas, right? Yeah, they got the tarantulas, yeah. Everything. Mm hmm. 
tarantulas, snakes, um, scorpions. The desert? Okay. What about what about Roadrunners? I love Roadrunners. When I you don't have Roadrunners in Vegas? Okay, I know in Arizona they got them. Yeah, have you ever seen a Roadrunner in person, Matt? Mm -hmm. It's one of the coolest animals you'll ever see. Not in person, I haven't. Yeah, they're about this tall, little birds, and they run all over the place. They're just super cool. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we are here in South Florida for the Great Smoke. Uh, Smoking the new metallic Riata Toro, mm -hmm. and uh, I smoked this for the first time on Off the Record, I think last week, the week before, with Sam. Okay. And good cigar, definitely more potent than the original Riatas, as we talked about before. A little bit newer. Newer. Yeah. Newer. Definitely different than the original batch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit more about about the uh, the change to that line and. So. The original Riata line had just a Churchill and a Torpedo. And I wouldn't say either one of those sizes are very sought after or very popular sizes in the cigar market with the masses. I mean, there's a lot of collectors out there that love Torpedoes or Churchills. I love Churchills and some various Torpedoes as well. But it was a cigar that we all really enjoyed the blend. It's a Sumatra wrapper on there. It's a little lighter blend for us. It's not... It's maybe, it's below medium. It's not a full medium. It's, you know, this one might be closer to medium than the previous ones that have had a little bit more age on it. Right. But we were wanting to resurrect the line a little bit and add a couple more attractive offerings of Vitolas. Mm -hmm. So we did the Toro size, which is what we're smoking right now. It's a 6x52 Toro. And we also uh, came out with a Corona size, which is a 6x46 from us in the line as well and we kind of also i don't know they can't really see this from here can they uh, they camera. might we also found an opportunity to kind of utilize some of our new branding on it as well by offering um which you guys have seen if you've smoked mccallops the a has the new blue band on it which is kind of what we're going to going forward uh the new riata sizes the toro and the corona uh have the primary band as that new fresh McAuliffe blue and then on the secondary band is where it says Riata in the gold letters in the silver down there right and it actually has a newer looking box that we're going to kind of go with going forward as well that's going to have a nice white vista in the background which we're hoping is going to be more um, attractive on someone's shelf a little bit more eye-catching to consumers that are in the cigar stores uh, to bring more people into trying the McAuliffe line. Uh, but the Toro and the Corona Extra both came out this past month. They've only been on the market for two weeks, three weeks tops. And I really, really like them. Like you said, it's a newer blend. The Riata was um, one of the original blends that we came out with. It's actually named after Owl's Restaurants that he owns in Alpine, Texas, right. and Fort Worth, Texas. Yep. Now, there's a little bit more to the story, which I don't have memorized, on where he came up with that name. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys talked about it on Off the Record or not. I don't think Sam we told you. did. I don't, I don't remember it. Tom, do you know how to help me out with that or not? No. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll I will, I will post house. more of that story in here. I apologize that I don't have that story. But uh, the Riata, if you're ever in Fort Worth or Alpine, Texas, when you guys come... Hopefully you come for the open house we are this year. Yep. We are taking you yep. to Riata for dinner. Oh, wow. And it's one of the fan most fantastic restaurants in Fort Worth. Tom, would you agree? It's a great restaurant. Yeah, and it's got a rooftop patio where you can smoke as well and get drinks. It's beautiful. Overlooks Fort Worth. Oh, nice. Uh, but it's, he's got, it's like that traditional wild Texas type of cuisine. Um, you got... I mean, one of my favorite things is calf fries. Do you know what calf fries are? No. Rocky Mountain oysters. I know what those are. Okay, it's the same thing. Oh, it's okay. It's just named differently in Texas. Okay. And then he's got <laughs> buffalo steak. He's got some other wild game type offerings. He got. He has uh, uh, one of my favorites is a he does a tenderloin um, tamale, which is freaking fantastic. See this uh, really as you're good. reading these off, you know what I'm thinking? Like, oh, Carney would love this restaurant because you know how he is. Carney's been there. 
Oh, he has. Oh, me and Carney have gone before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That all sounds like stuff he'd be like all over. Oh, it's <laughs> it's a great restaurant. Uh, they do they do a fantastic job of service and uh, all sorts of of good meals there. And Briada uh, is the name that he gave this blend of cigars, and we're very excited to have two more sizes added to the mix this mm-hmm. year with the Corona and the Toro. So if you guys out there see it in the market, grab one. Like I said, we're smoking the Toro. I personally enjoy the Corona a little bit more just because I like that size. I'm a cigar nerd, and it's more of a you know 46 ring gauge compared to a 52. So right. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we had come out this month, and that's uh, what we are enjoying right now. I'm actually smoking a Magdalia. Are you? <laughs> I you am. cheater. I know. But it's <laughs> I didn't know this. Oh. I didn't know this either. <laughs> she just decided to tell us right now. Yeah. I know. I blame, oh, I blame my rep because he's the one that gave out the cigars, he right? He is, but I asked for it. So oh, he I asked. Did. Exactly. Yeah, so you can't pin it on him. As the rep should. So, guys, you're going to be hearing the voice here throughout the show of Mr. Tom Loesch, who is our Florida representative from McAuliffe Cigars. He does a fantastic job for us. Uh, he actually resides in the Tampa area, so if any of you guys watching are in that area, you might have a better chance to catch him over there. But he's been with us over a year now, and um, he is in town with me for the Great Smoke, uh, which is tomorrow, which is also why you guys are here. Yeah, which is that's why we're able to do this. Why we're all here. Yes, that's why the chickens are here too. Maybe I swear, if we see chickens at the Great Smoke tomorrow, I know you guys brought them. Yeah. Smuggled them. I cannot confirm nor deny. I mean, I. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I see an albino peacock, I know for a fact you guys brought that because I've never other seen one other than what you guys say is out here. Someone was saying um, in the house that it depends on gender for the color, but I don't know. I have to Google. No, but the, okay. So no, it depends on gender. With a peacock, there's you got the ones that have the crazy tails that they twirl yeah. up and they. I don't know if it's a defense mechanism or whatever, where they look pretty. I believe that's a male peacock, and I believe the female peacocks don't have the tails. They just look like turkeys. So we were all wrong. We're all wrong. So what what does it mean to be albino peacock? It's rare, but it's a thing. There's an albino. I didn't even know such. I thought there was just one peacock, and that was it. No, no, no. There was another one. I didn't know that. No, a female peacock doesn't have the crazy feather thing. Oh. Like the male does. I didn't know that. It's how the males attract their mates. Hmm. I don't. I, it, I'm yeah, assuming. maybe it is. I don't know if it was that or defense mechanism. One of one of the two. Is any? Uh, Orlando Perez is chiming in, but no one really cares what he says. Bruce Stark. That's it's the NBC it. logo. <laughs> <laughs> it is the NBC logo. <laughs> and it, it's actually the name of their their streaming app, Peacock. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Which is where you can find that Yellowstone show that I've been into lately. Yeah, I haven't been able to get into that show. Really? Yeah. You tried? You just can't get I tried, it? like, the first episode or two, but lately I just haven't been watching <sighs> new shows either just because I've just been so busy with other stuff. Gotcha. By the time I get to bed at the end of the night, I usually put on, like, a rerun and just fall asleep. So, so cool little fact about Yellowstone. <clears throat> they're actually, the newest season, they're filming, 50, I think, 50% of it. In Weatherford, Texas, which is where McAuliffe is based. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know it's yeah. kind of like that. The setting, I guess, fits, right? So I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, when I go to Weatherford, I don't think like Montana, but <laughs> 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 I guess I could think rodeo. But um, yeah, so supposedly the guy, I don't remember the writer's name. Uh, anybody who's watching, you can remind me. He he smokes at uh, AME in Weatherford, which oh, is... Oh, okay. Right next to our uh, warehouse. Nice. In uh, Weatherford, Texas, where, I mean, you'll get a chance to see it when you come out for yep. the open house. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great spot. So The um, the cigars we're smoking, I don't think are available at twoguyscigars.com, but McAuliffe Cigars are available at twoguyscigars.com. So I would check out McAuliffe Cigars at Two Guys. Check them out. Great cigars. You can get them there. I think they carry McAuliffe A and Herencia. Herencia mm-hmm. Maduro. And the A's, yes. Yeah. So if you head over to the number two guyscigars dot com, check out McAuliffe. Absolutely. Um. So, one of the things you were telling us before the show, Carney had mentioned this to me like years ago. Hmm. That, but I didn't know the story. He okay. just told me it was when Tiger King first came out. He was like, "Oh, Andy's been there," <laughs> and I was like, "And I was like, oh." 
And he was like, yeah, he'll have to tell you the story. But like he was there like before it was a thing. And I was like, oh, and then you told me like you actually met Joe Exotic. Yeah, I met him. You know, while we're on the topic <laughs> of crazy animals running around this place. Uh, yeah, me and uh, Renee went to uh, what it's the GW Zoo. And mm-hmm. the main reason we wanted to go there is Renee was big into um, she's big into animals. She right. likes holding animals and petting them and that kind of thing. So we saw that at this zoo, they had these shows where you could hold kangaroos and gators and I forget what else. There was all sorts of things they were handing me that I was just like, okay, whatever. But we walked into this zoo, and I had no idea what to expect. And you go in, the first thing you go in, you go in through the gift shop. And when you walk through the gift shop, there's these TVs everywhere in the gift shop that are playing – and if you guys watched Tiger King, you would have seen the music videos that were that he played in during his tenure there. Um, that I don't think he sang any of those songs. It was just like voiceover and him running around and girls were chasing him or whatever, supposedly. Yeah. And they were playing these videos nonstop on loop in these in the gift shop. And like I'm like, what what is? And it's just you could just tell it's poor production. And you're like, what is this guy? doing like what is he on and then you're like okay so you go into the park his music from these music videos are playing throughout the entire park on loop like he has like four or five songs and it's just the same thing over and over again i saw tiger yeah i saw tiger and then you know women (laughs) running after me and i'm just like this is so weird and then you're looking around at uh, these cages and these cages are completely unclean like they're not clean there's big you know big bears and tigers and they're just like hopping up on the cage like one of the tigers was like literally spraying out into the crowd of people and i'm like this is just 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 not cool at all no this doesn't feel authentic no this this feels like some backyard like (laughs) i'm sitting there and i'm with i'm with renee at the time and like one of the grizzly like there's a grizzly bear in a cage and he comes over to the cage to the top of the cage and like starts shaking the cage like screaming at you spitting at you and i'm like there's just something unsafe about this place and then you go around, you're hearing the music everywhere. You go into like another gift shop that's in the back, and I kid you not, the entire gift shop was thongs. Like male and female thongs. Like tiger tiger stripes or cheetah spots. And the of course the music video is playing in there too. And I'm just like, this is just so freaking weird. And so it was time for the show. Like we went over to like he has his little auditorium. And he's supposed to come out and, and play with the Tigers or what have you. He comes out, and he's coming with a limp on a cane. And he just he looks like Joe Exotic. And you're like, okay, this guy just doesn't even look right. And he's like, hey, guys, blah, blah, blah. He's like, and he's throwing these things into the crowd. He's like, here, I got some prizes for you. And I, he threw one, and I caught it. And it ended up being a Joe Exotic condom <laughs> in a case that had him and his Tiger like on the cover of it. And there's kids in this crowd, and he's throwing them at the kids. And I'm just like, there is something wrong with this place. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's talking about how, I guess, I think they brought it up in one of the shows that they someone set fire to his alligator yes. exhibit. Yeah. So when we were there, that had just happened. And it was all, like, encased. And he was like, well, I apologize to the crowd that I can't take you guys through the alligator alligator exhibit because some bastards came in here a week ago and 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 uh, set the place on fire. Don't you worry, we're gonna get them back. I have a plan. And I'm like, all right, like, <laughs> how is that my problem? <laughs> wow. So of course Renee's loving the place because she after that we got to hold all these animals and she's like this is so cool and I'm like I was like I can't wait to go like let's get out. You're of like here. Renee, there's something not right here. Exactly. <laughs> and so I remember I went to um, I, you guys know who Jennifer Nicole is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I remember the very next week I was in Houston. So before she went to Hiram and Solomon, uh, she was helping her father run Havana Alley in Galveston. And I was sitting there talking to her, and me and her had become good friends. And she's like, what did you do last weekend? And I was like, oh, I went to this place uh, called GW Zoo and met Tiger King. And she's like, who the heck's Tiger King? And like, I was like, I don't know, Google it. And she Googles it, and all this stuff comes up with these music videos and these people like saying how weird he is and like he's, his park's going to get shut down. And it just became a joke after a while that we're like oh tiger king and we'd make fun of the video and then literally it was like two years later 
uh, his zoo gets shut down, and there's a documentary coming out about it. And I'm like, I knew this guy was. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with this guy. And my and Renee was like, I can't believe this. Like, I had no clue. I was like, How did you not have a clue? Like, you didn't pick up on the signs. Park? Yeah. Like, it was just there was something not right from the minute we walked in there. Did he talk about Carol Baskin when you were there? You know, he might have, but I wouldn't have picked up on it because I didn't know who Carol Baskin was. Right. So he didn't like dwell on it. I know he talked about. A tiger that had bit somebody's arm off, which I guess was on that. that yeah, thing. that was on there yeah. too. And he was talking. He talked about that in his show. He's like, "You got to be very careful with these tigers because they could bite your arm off." It happened to one of my people, and I'm sitting there thinking, "I'm like, that was just another red flag." You're like, and he's limping, and and he's like, "Don't worry about my limp." He's like, "I was attacked by uh, one of the one of the tigers the other day. Everything's okay. It just happens. It's per it's perks of the job, or it just." It's what happens when you're dealing with tigers all day. Like, it was just, yeah. Like, it was nothing. It was just nothing. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I visited Tiger King Park. I have pictures that I could show you of me holding animals at the park. I did not get pictures of Joe Exotic because I just thought he was super odd. But, yeah. Like, looking nothing, back. Nothing surprised me of that documentary after being at that park for a day. So, after going, then you see it all on TV and you're just like. Not only are you like, okay, that was definitely weird, and now I know why. Yeah. You also got to feel like kind of creeped out, like, dude, I was there. And I didn't even know how bad it was <laughs> until now. But I was there. <laughs> we saw the guy, the a couple of the guys on the show that were helping him run the park or, like, I guess his boyfriend or whatever. They were there. Like, I recognized all of them when, when the show came on. I was like, yeah, that guy was next to him on this. And, like, we were looking at some of the pictures. And, like, yeah, they were helping us, like, hold the animals. Like, they were all there. It, Yeah. It was – it's pretty interesting. So, Orlando is definitely in the comments tonight. First thing he said was, uh, kangaroos are not friendly. And then Nicole asked, and he said, it's a secret. Because she's like, how do you know? And then he says, Matt is looking at Andy and thinking how weird Andy really is. <laughs> um, no, I'm just <laughs> – it's just, for me, it's interesting to actually talk to someone who actually got to experience it firsthand and be like, dude, you actually got to see it. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was different. I think I still have that little condom thing at home somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is just so weird. And when you brought it up and I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely got to pick your brain about that on the show because people are definitely going to want to hear that. have to find it and take a picture. Yeah, yeah now I need to was, see more. I got to see the evidence. But don't it was, use it, it was interesting. Yeah. Saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will not be doing that. That's for sure. Yeah. It's probably not really functional. It's snap. probably worth money no. on eBay at this point. Yeah, it's a Dude, collector's that's item. that's a good point. That <laughs> is collector's a very item. good point. Yeah. Yeah, I was scared to buy any real souvenirs from that place. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was definitely an experience to be had. Yeah. that That's just like, wow. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it's just so strange. <laughs> Oh, we were in Tampa last year. I made the joke to Nicole. I was like, we should go to Big Cat Rescue just to I see. I kind of wanted to go. Just to see it now. Because now it was after it came out. So now we knew. We are like, oh, shit, that's in Tampa. We didn't go. But I was I, like. I would have <laughs> been more interested in going to the place in the Carolinas. Was it the Carolinas where that guy had the. Yeah. So like, I was in I Myrtle. brainwashed him. I was in Myrtle in, in October. And um, my friend was saying, like, yeah, that place is, like, not far yes. away. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked just like. So you know, uh, Joe Exotic. $200. Dude, I can make $200 on this thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had to look it up. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's exactly what he did. He, he came out and just tossed guys. them out like candy. <laughs> That's so strange. So you're it says it's rare. <laughs> it is a, a rare. Rare. You know, first, first edition. edition. I, I, I don't know what edition I A had. cups. We definitely <laughs> thought it was strange when Matt Booth, who we both know very well, was handing out condoms at PCA last year. But apparently, I mean, this is just the thing. People hand out condoms with their branding. That was the first time I ever saw it. Now they're collectible condoms. Man. I know. I know. Absolutely. You know what you need to get from Matt Booth? And I saw this last week. At Club Humidor, they he made a pinata for Club Humidor of his head that's sitting at San Pedro location, which is their main location. Did you guys know is, about this? Is, it's on their website. <laughs> oh, is it on the website? <laughs> Dude, I walked in and I see this thing staring at me. I'm like, 
holy crap, it's Matt Booth in a pinata. <laughs> and I asked them, I was like, what was in that thing? And they're like, there was actually like red candies in it. I was like, well, I'm surprised it was candy. I'm surprised <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Or to be honest with you, um, red candy. That's interesting. Because it wasn't like Room 101 nips. The gin. Which well, they do have. Yeah. They have Room 101 gin nips. Really? Yeah, they have nips. I'm not surprised. We got some at the trade show last yeah. year. We probably weren't I'm supposed to, but surprised. But uh, <laughs> someone someone gave them to me. Um, I can't confirm who that person is, but he may or may not be standing ten feet away. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't me, and it wasn't my rep. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Um, so. <laughs> so, speaking of Matt Booth, is he going to be here tomorrow? Yeah, he'll be here. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I talked to him the other day. He, he'll be here just for the day. Um, so he, he, he's not here yet. I think he's just coming in tomorrow, and then he's, he's heading out. But he'll be here. A lot of people are going to be here. Uh, most of the industry, I would say, is in town um, for, the, for the Great Smoke. It's the first in-person Great Smoke since 29, uh, no, 2020 because the last one happened right before the pandemic. Yep. Yeah. Last year it was virtual, so now it's virtual and in-person again. Um, Abe was saying earlier today, he went live, and I think he said uh, TGS first. Not only did they sell out all of their block of rooms, they did a second block, and they sold all those out as well. So Someone told me that. There's I mean, definitely record attendance. Yeah. We were looking at booking our room maybe three weeks ago, and that first that first block was already booked at that point. And I don't think he had announced the second block at that point. And we were just looking for another hotel room, and hotels in this area were it's really expensive for this week. <laughs> Uh, so we couldn't stay. We wanted to stay in the same place all week, but we had to move hotels. And uh, Tom brought up a good point that the PGA is here this week. Oh, it is. So Palm Beach, yeah, the Palm Beach, uh, it's the Honda Classic, I believe. Yeah, they're here in Palm Beach Gardens this same weekend. You know, so I, I know there's probably a lot of people in town for that because they had open attendance for it. Mm -hmm. um, so that probably didn't help. And then it just seems like there's a lot of people in town for the Great Smoke, well, which the other, is a lot, yeah. The other it's, part of it it's is that impressive. Bar is going on right now in the Dominican, and so people are flying in, and it's a very quick flight from Dominican here to um, They fly to Miami, Florida. and then they'll drive up. It's yeah. about a 45-minute drive Yeah, because that ended yesterday, last night, right? With last the white night. party yeah. is the when, when they end that. I think it was last night. Yeah. yeah. Well, Coop, I saw pictures of the white parties. So and I know happened. Coop told me that he is supposed to be – well, he should be landing at Miami International any time now. Yeah. So he's oh, on his okay. way back. Uh, he'll be here tomorrow. Uh, John Carney was down there. Mm -hmm. But he's not coming to Great Smoke, but he should be heading back soon. So, yeah, people are just about wrapping up there. There was some people like Mickey Pegg was in Nicaragua, and he actually just got back today. He's, he's, he was at Boynton Beach a few hours ago. Um, so people are starting to really come in who weren't here already. And there's a lot of people here. Kurt Kendall. Yeah. Kurt Kendall yep. from Kendall's Twin Smoke Shop is, yep. is on his he's way down coming. here as we speak. Yep. Um, we made it out. We got a foot of snow in Boston, so we made it out on Thursday. Well, you guys went out a day earlier. We did. Before yeah. the snow? We're lucky. Yeah, oh, okay. Got yeah. Because the snow came in overnight, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. We flew out like right before the storm came in. Yeah. We flew That's through good. the storm awesome. when it was lower, like over New York, New Jersey, um, when it was kind of like coming up. And we flew through it, and it was rough for, like the first hour of the flight. But then once we got through it, it was smooth sailing. But it was it was rocky in the beginning, huh. coming through what was heading towards Boston. Yeah. Well, anybody who's watching that's dealing with that right now, um, what is it, seventy five here right now? Let's check. Let me check yeah, the weather. Seventy five. There's a light breeze. Seventy seventy six in uh, Miami, like which no, is close enough. So no yeah. Clouds. No humidity. Yeah. It definitely was not snow here. There's. A bunch of coconuts on your palm trees. Yep. So we're trying to knock some of those down. Season's coming in. Yeah. In full swing here. There it is right there. Boston showing the snowflakes. 21, 21 degrees they in got Boston. eight inches, and it feels like eight degrees. So feels like eight degrees. So <laughs> Las Vegas is only 58. So it's, so it's warmer here than Vegas. Yeah. Wow. So so we don't want to rub it in, guys, but um, it's it's nice. Here. Very nice. It's a good I think that's a selling point for coming to the Great Smoke in the future. Oh uh, yeah, this time of year. The nice weather. <clears throat> how many how many tickets were sold for Great Smoke? Do you know how many people will be in attendance tomorrow? Because I was asking a couple people today and I couldn't get a Kevin. Number. You know, it's over a thousand. Oh yeah, I think it's a couple thousand. A couple thousand. I want wow. to. If I if I had to take guess, I would say close to two thousand. Wow. I think that's me taking a wild guess. 
So is this the largest multi-vendor event of the year for the cigar industry? Because I think Rocky Mountain's 1,500, Tom? Yeah, I think it was 1,500. Um, and I know some of the other ones that are around kind of cap at 1,000. So mm. it might we'll be the numbers. largest multi-vendor cigar event in the country. Like Heritage Festival in December, I think, is... Where's that? Tampa. Tampa. Heritage Festival. Yeah, but that's not really a, a main selling yeah, cigar event, is it? I'm just trying to think of all the other like, ones. Like CI usually caps theirs off at a grand. Yeah. Rocky Mountain I think is fifteen hundred. I know Fink's is like seven fifty. That's another big one in, in Texas. Yeah. So it might be the largest one that that is in existence. Yeah, I think so. So well, yeah, another and it sounds come. like it's definitely much bigger this year than it has in the past. So it's well, only he growing. ramped it up. I mean, what he did last year with the virtual thing was so impressive mm-hmm. that he got so much attention from that and all these followers that were like, "I got to be there next year when he actually has it in right. person again." Uh, I mean, Abe has taken his social media platform like through the roof. Like it's insane how much he's come across, how far he's come since the pandemic started. Right. Uh, kudos to him. So his reach is so large that I think all these guys just want to be here. They yeah. want to be here. They want to support him. I know last night we were at Boynton beach and I'm looking, I'm on that socialite page and it's just picture after picture of all these people that have flown in from all over the country. I know a couple of people that flew in from California, from from New York, the uh, the pausers, from Michigan. is that their last name? They're yep. from I think they're Alaska. from like they're from Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they coming down. The Alaskans. Yeah, the Alaskans here. are here. That's a long flight. So all these people coming in for this, and it's just it's going to be a sight to be seen tomorrow. Oh, absolutely! Big old cigar party. It's going to be great. And then there's a there's a party tonight at Boynton Beach. Rocky Patel will be there. Uh, there's the Red Meat Lovers Club dinner with Steve Saka tonight. Last night we were with uh, we were at the West Palm location with Alec and Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think is there an after party tomorrow night too? There is. So there is. There's an after party. Yeah. Then, then there's, there's a brunch. The brunch on Sunday with uh, HVC. Yep. Uh, Rainier Lorenzo wow. will be there for that one. Yep. So yeah, it's a it's an action packed weekend. Yeah. Um. So it's there's a lot going on. Definitely. Well, I'm glad I'm here. This this is like I told you guys. This is our first time that. McAuliffe is at the Great Smoke. This is the first time that the tobaccos are at the Great Smoke. Yep. Have you guys been to the Great Smoke before? So oh, there's a lot nice. of firsts it's true. in this little, you know, area right now. Right. Um, so it'll be it'll be an experience to be had, and we'll we'll have to we'll we'll have something to talk about. Yeah, for going sure. Forward, I'm excited about it. Like I said, I've been to several large multi-vendor cigar events in my day. Um, the Texas Cigar Festival used to be about a thousand people before uh, Sirius kind of sold it to Casa de Monte Cristo. They did the Texas Cigar Festival in Houston, and that was always kind of the that and uh, Rocky Mountain were the big things back like five, six, seven, eight years ago, even before Great Smoke was big. Yeah, and it's always a lot of fun to see all these people come together, just have a have good time over cigars and beverages and. It'll be it'll be a sight to be seen tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited. And talking about tomorrow, we should hit our new segment. Oh yeah, let's hit our new the segment. The news segment. The news. Our new segment brought to you none other than our friends at McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars. <laughs> should if I plug the ambassador, the madness? Thing? Yeah, do, do it. it. Do it. So McAuliffe Cigars right now is in the middle or near the end of the McAuliffe Madness, an annual event where we take all our SKUs in our line, our top 32 SKUs in our line, and we put them up against each other in a bracket formation like the March Madness event for basketball. Uh, However, and then we have our ambassadors all put together their own brackets, uh, submit them on what they think is going to happen, and then we have them head-to-head every day for uh, voting on which one they would like to win that matchup. And then that the winner of that vote, you know, usually in a 24-hour period, moves on to the next uh, round, and then we just go all the way out to the championship. So uh, it's a lot of fun for us. The, the bracket's all submitted before the event actually starts, and the winner of the best bracket wins a lot of good prizes. The winner of the worst bracket actually wins a prize. Uh, and a cool thing that we did this year is we actually had physical brackets that we had our ambassadors fill out, take pictures of, Hashtag McAuliffe Madness on the ambassador page. Yep. And we're going to enter those people into a drawing. Uh, we've already been drawing gift cards out every week uh, for those pictures to a brick and mortar of their choice. Uh, we actually at McAuliffe will purchase the brick and mortar, uh, the gift card from the brick and mortar to award to whoever wins that. 
that prize. But the grand prize winner is going to win their very own McAuliffe Guayabara. Really? Which we have only provided to the McAuliffe employees. So this will be the first opportunity for anybody who doesn't work for McAuliffe to win a Guayabara. And all they got to do is get a bracket from a rep or from online at McAuliffeCigars.com, fill it out, hashtag McAuliffe Madness, put it in the ambassador page. They're entered in the contest. We actually draw for that next Friday, March 5th, and I believe. And where are you at in terms of the actual brackets? Is it so last... it, we're actually into the championship now. So next week, we're going to have our top two voted on SKUs, which will be the McDalia Corona Extra, our yep. 6x46 Medallia blend, and our Leenda Number 2, which is our 5.5x52 um, Leenda blend, the one that comes in the coffin. Mm-hmm. They're going to go head-to-head for four days on the Ambassador page where you can vote on which one you prefer to win, and that one will be awarded the champion of... 2022 McAuliffe Madness. So the cool thing is the first year, this is the third year we've done it. The first Mm -hmm. year, the McAuliffe Corona Extra actually won the McAuliffe Madness. So they have a chance to be the first two-time champion. Leanna number two has not won yet. The McAuliffe A, which lost to the Leanna number two in the final four, Mm -hmm. won last year. Mm -hmm. So if the Leanna number two wins, it'll be a new champion for the third year of the McAuliffe Madness. But I'm already out with my bracket. You're already so, out? <laughs> oh, my God. Mine was the McDalia Toro. The McDalia Toro that and the McAuliffe A. Churchill is what you had. I'm, I'm actually PGA not fan. even in it right now. I don't know who <laughs> the top guys are. We looked a little earlier, but it's just a lot of fun. We have, you know, anybody who's watching, we have a lot of fun in our ambassador group. We do a lot of these contests weekly. We do weekly shows. We do weekly um, contests where we're awarding out gift cards to retailers, we're awarding out cutters, guayaberas, all sorts of cigars. Um, all you got to do is just go to McAuliffeCigars.com under the ambassador page, sign up, become an ambassador. It's free. It doesn't cost a damn thing, and it's a lot of fun. We're going to send you your own personalized coin uh, with the ambassador logo on it. Your number is going to be on there that's attached to you, uh, and then you're going to get in on all the fun in the Facebook group and emails. You get all First News McAuliffe. And we just, we like giving stuff away. So yeah, we want you guys fun. to come in come in on it. Anybody who's watching that's not a McAuliffe ambassador, McAuliffeCigars.com, sign up to be an ambassador. Put Andy or you could, no, no, no. They can put Smoke and Tobacco in the drop down when it says who you're referred by. Put Smoke and Tobacco. Give these guys some credit for Boom. signing you up. Yeah, there you go. I forgot all about that. To be honest with you, yeah, that you can that the drop down. The drop down is all for you guys. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for the plug there. Yeah, because uh, I forgot all about that. I would have been saying that. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, so that that's kind of news in itself. But the other news that we're going to announce during the news segment is um, the Knuckle Sandwich Cigar is now oh. headed to retailers. Um, it will be available tomorrow at the Great Smoke. Where you also can meet, if you're going to the Great Smoke, Guy Fieri will be there for the first hour and a half, I, I think. I heard. Um, that cigar, if you haven't heard about it, it was it's made by Espinosa. And uh, Knuckle Sandwich is Guy Fieri's uh, kind of lifestyle brand that he has. And he, he approached them about making a cigar. Um, so the cigar is named after the Knuckle Sandwich brand. And it comes in, I want to say, a Habano and a Maduro. And um, so those will be available tomorrow with Great Smoke, but they are they have headed to retailers, so they are officially available. Have you, have you tried one yet? I have. Is it good? I ha- yeah. I had the Which ma- one? I had the Maduro. Okay. Did you have one as well? I did not have one, but from everyone I have talked to, great reviews. It's so it it's interesting. Uh, Garrett has one for you. Oh, yeah. Perfect. It it was interesting to see that I've I've seen Guy Fieri a lot in the industry over the last like year, doing a lot of stuff with like Matt Booth and. And I didn't know he had the connection with Espinosa until the cigar came out. But it's really cool to see these, you know, well-known celebrities come out and get behind a cigar brand and try to help our industry grow. And you know, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's gonna, you know, he would help with regulations if it needed to be. So it's really cool to see that. I have personally not had a chance to smoke it either, but I will be looking for it to try to have one. And I mean, Guy Fieri's just a cool dude, anyways. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Yeah, the cigar was good. I never met him, but yeah, um, I'll meet him tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, yeah he'll yeah. be there. He will be down at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Um, I want to say he did the food and wine thing with in South Beach the other day, and Espinosa was there. I saw something about it. Yeah, I feel like there was something else that happened. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, yeah, let's hit our let's hit our top three. 
segment really quick. Our top three segment is brought to you by none other than Room 101 Brands. Nicole, do you want to? Um, I always forget what our new. I'm not sure how is. this works. What is what is the top three segment? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. But the tagline okay. is. Sorry, guys. I'm a little wine drunk, so I'm. I'm trying. To, I'm bit. trying to remember. Should we should we announce no, no. the other news from today? Or should we do that after the top? We'll three? do it after the top. We'll okay. Yeah. Okay. We have another announcement, guys. But it's um. Eat oh, your that's right. Now I remember. Eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Smoke room 101. Take your vitamins. No. And watch smoking tobacco. <laughs> and watch smoking tobacco. Show. Is In that, one of those yeah. orders. Oh, that's the the plug for the segment. Yeah. It, so it came plug. from the TPE <laughs> interview we did. At the end, he he had said, um, "Eat your vegetables. Take your vitamins." Smoke Room 101, and watch the Smoking Tobacco Show. Okay, so yeah, within the last 24 hours, I've, I think I've done all three of those. I, I, we ate vegetables for lunch, Tom. We had salads. Was, yeah, we okay. had salads. That counts. Yesterday, I smoked the 10th anniversary Room 101. Oh. Because I wanted to try it, and I was at Boynton Beach Smoke Inn, and they had it. Have you had the 11th anniversary? I have not had the 11th anniversary. That was good. I had the 10th. I didn't see the 11th. And then we're doing the we're doing the uh, I'm obviously talking and watching the smoking tobacco right now. Yeah, so you've yeah. done all of it, and you're on the show. So I mean, yeah, that's, I'm on the that's show. like an extra point. Was there another one, or that those were just the three? Eat your vegetables, smoke run oil, on, and watch smoking and tobacco. Take your vitamins. Take my. I took my vitamins today. There you go. So you now you now you did it. All right. So I feel accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top three. Top three. This one's this one's different. I try to really go outside the box with these, not make them too generic. In your smoking experience. Oh, so these are questions for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's one, okay. Well, it's one like, question. I didn't know how this segment worked. Okay. Yep. It's one question. All right, all right, all right. All right. It's, yep. it's three things. Your top three worst cigar experiences that you've ever had. Mm. Oh, my gosh. My worst It could be the cigar, the setting. So I have to think of three of these? Yeah. Three times we were like, this just sucks. You don't have to name any brands either, like if it, if it was specific. Yeah. But I mean, I can tell you definitely my top experience was when I first started smoking cigars. Oh, I, I can think of two for sure. All when right. I first started smoking cigars, um, I started with the flavored stuff. Uh, my first cigar was yep. a Heaven Vanilla, and I smoked it on New Smyrna Beach with a buddy of mine drinking IBC root beer because I was like 18. And I was just like, I really want to get into Was cigars. this before or after college? No, this was before college. Before college, okay. it, was, it was like a week after I turned eighteen. Okay, and I got into uh, smoking flavored cigars, and this leads to one of my top three experiences. We had the Heaven Vanilla, and I thought this was like, and I don't even know if this counts. So you got to tell me. We're like, oh, we're we're in heaven. I'm sitting on the beach. No, no pun intended with the name. And I'm I'm like, this is a great cigar. Van- I think it's you know vanilla. It's awesome. And I was like, this is so good. I need another one. Well, the cigar shop that we got it from was closed by this point. Right. So we walked over across the street to 7-Eleven and walked into 7-Eleven and we're like, do you have any cigars? And they're like, oh, I got these things on the counter here. They're called Swisher Sweets. Mm. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to smoke another cigar. Like, I didn't know what a Swisher Sweet was. I had no clue. Yeah. So I bought one of those and we went back out to the beach because we still had IBC root beer and we're cutting it and lighting it. And, and I took one puff and I'm like. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, this is <laughs> awful. It ruined the rest of that IBC root beer that night. It was just terrible that I followed up that cigar with a with a uh, Swisher Sweet. So that's one of my bad experiences. But leading into another one, I started smoking a lot of the flavored stuff like that. Moon Trance was another one that I kind of got into in the beginning. And Corona had just kind of opened up on Sand Lake. It was like... Yeah, maybe a year old at that point. Everybody was talking to me. It's like, oh, you're into cigars. You got to go to Corona. It's the coolest, best cigar spot ever. And we walked in there, and we thought we were cool walking in. I'm 18 years old, and I'm like. Because you grew up in Orlando. I grew up in Orlando. Yeah. And I went in there, and I'm like, okay. So I went to uh, Angel, who still works there. Mm-hmm. And he was. I was talking to him, and I was like, hey, I've only smoked flavored stuff. Introduce me to something that would be, you know, a, an upgrade to a real, like, to a normal cigar that's unflavored. Like, and he, so he goes over and brings me a uh, Camacho Liberty. 
Oh. And he says the new ones or the old ones. These are old. Okay. This was yeah. When I was when I was eighteen. So this oh, is yeah. like one of the original. Oh yeah. So that's liberties. the old ones. Yeah, yeah. And he hands me the cigar, and he's like, "Hey, this is the perfect cigar to go from your first flavored cigar or your your flavored cigar mix to your first cigar." And I'm like, "Okay." That thing made me so freaking sick. I have never been sicker in my life. Like I just I went in the bathroom, threw up. I was dizzy. I was like, I, "Is is this what a real cigar is? Because I don't want it." And I go over to, I go over to Angel, and I'm like, he's laughing. He's laughing his ass off because he knew that like what he did, and he's like, okay, well, because I did that to you here, have this. He handed me a Romeo and Julieta, Connecticut, like just a normal Romeo and Julieta. He's like, smoke that tomorrow. Don't smoke it now because it won't do you any good. Smoke it tomorrow. I guarantee you're not going to have that bad experience. Get into lighter cigars for the next six months, and then revisit that Liberty. But he's laughing the whole time, and I was like, you little fucker like, come on, man. <laughs> like <laughs> so i had the you know the romeo and julieta connecticut and it was great like i was like okay this is what a cigar is but that night was one of the most miserable experiences i've ever had smoking a cigar um because i wasn't ready for it and it true enough like six months later i went back and had another camacho liberty and it did nothing to me i was like it just took six months for me to get used to cigars but, yeah, I w- that's the most sick I've ever been on a cigar. Mm. Um, what's another bad cigar that I've had? So there was a cigar that was from CI called The Punisher. And this was back in my day. Like, when I first started buying cigars yeah. in college, I didn't have a lot of money. So I'd buy yeah. the little bundles from CI of just random stuff. This cigar was coated with, like, a chili pepper syrup. Really? Yeah, and I don't know if they, you could still oh. find them or not. It's called the Punisher. And you would smoke it, and it literally would burn your lips Ooh. and your mouth. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I didn't understand, like, that it was something they dipped it in or whatever. It was just god-awful. And, like, the, it was so bad that I would start, like, burping up, like... Like, like that chili pepper syrup from this cigar. Ooh. It was terrible. Yeah. And I don't know if they still make it or not. But, yeah, that would be another one that I think is just, like, a terrible experience with a cigar. Yeah. I, I'll give you that I one. I think if there's a, yeah. of, of a situation that I had. Maybe I Kevin can bail you because I see he, yeah. he commented from across the yard. Worst experience. Seeing a guy shopping in a humidor, putting cigars in his mouth, putting them back in the box. And then taking a fresh one to buy. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's. You that's saw that bad. firsthand. Oh. Put it in their mouth and then put it back in the box. Oh. <sighs> like who does that? I don't know. We like, call those chuches. <laughs> <laughs> but like really? It's like, gross. That's just like. Oh my god. That's... Now I've had experiences watching other people that were terrible smoke cigars like with lfd we did an nas contest to see how fast you could smoke an nas which is the all the hero cheroot and this was back in the day and i watched two different people throw up on the floor in the cigar shop that was gross i've heard that that was a terrible experience i've heard that from multiple people it's uh yeah, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I can't remember the last time I saw John smoke one of those. i got to tell him you have to smoke an NAS on the show one of these days. I don't know if I've ever seen John smoke an NAS. I don't know. I know me and him have smoked meaner diggers together, and he'll finish that. I can't finish that cigar. Really? Yeah, I, I have one. He gave me one. I still I have, have a it. couple at home in my humidor, and they're, like, just, just as funny. Like, one day I'll try try to smoke it, but... Every time I've tried, I get down to that last, like, two inches, and I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. That's a lot of cigar. It's what, 11 inches? Ten and a half? Yeah. It's long. It's longer than the standard digger. Because the standard yeah. digger's what, like, eight, eight and a half, nine-ish? Eight, it's eight, eight and a half by six. And the meaner is, is even it's longer. Ten by ten by sixty. And it's a barber pole. Yeah. I did have someone pull me over on the highway once thinking that I was I was smoking an LFD and this is just an experience that comes up to mind smoking LFD th- I get pulled over I'm thinking I'm coming back from Lubbock to Dallas okay and the guy comes to the door and he says what are you smoking and I said I'm smoking a cigar he's like it smells like weed 
And I'm like, it's a cigar. He literally took it. He's like, can I see it? And I gave it to him, the cigar. He literally ripped open the cigar. I had to waste the cigar. Like, he put it out, and he ripped it open to make sure there was no weed in my cigar. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I can't, like, what am I supposed to argue with the guy? Like, I don't I know. I mean... him. He's like, he's like, well, do you mind if I search the rest of your car? He, he, he ended up searching the rest of my car. He didn't find anything. I don't, I don't smoke weed. Yeah. And especially while I'm driving. And he, but he ruined my, I don't remember what it was. I think it was a Lajero cabinet Oscuro. And he literally, like, took his knife, cut it open, and ripped out all the tobacco. And it ru- completely ruined my smoking experience. I mean, when I drive these long distances, you zone out with your cigar, and he ruined that. That's a terrible experience, right? Yeah, it's a horrible yeah. experience. And a waste. Well, it was a waste. I don't know how many. You know, I still haven't met anybody else that that's happened. Especially, was that cigar, like, in the beginning stage, too? Yeah, I think it was a third into it. Yeah, I mean, so you yeah. had a lot left. What a he waste. He put it out and literally took his pocket knife, cut it open to make sure there was no weed in my cigar. I mean, if you were down to the nub, I'd be like, well, it was almost out. But, I mean, that's a waste. Yeah. That no, that sucks. was that was a terrible situation too. So I gave you I gave you three and a half or four. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, that's that's all. That's what it's all about. Well, the worst was how how I felt after I smoked that Liberty, or I didn't even finish it. I smoked half of it, and <sighs> that's the only time in my life that I've thrown up over a cigar. Only time. I don't think I've ever thrown up. I've definitely felt. We felt shitty. It. Yeah. No, There's I've been a few times that I felt really shitty. I felt really drunk. But I don't think I've ever thrown up specifically from a cigar. Um, I think you're out of fluid in this one. I'm trying to think. But there is fluid. But there's definitely been some cigars that I was like, Ugh, I can't do this. And it wasn't even because the cigar was bad. Like, I remember I smoked a, um, um, a Lunatic Perfecto. And that was at the end of a long day of already smoking. Ugh. And someone gave it to me, and I was like, all right. And so. Was that an 80 or a 70? No, it was. It's the. It's, I don't know, actually. I, I know. The it, it, it's thick, though. Yeah. yeah it's it, thick, it might be yeah. 70. Okay. It was, but it was the shorter Perfecto. Um, and I remember I had that, and I was like, oh, it's so good. Like, it tasted really good. And then I got uh, almost to the third mark. And like the strength hit me, and I was like, "I, I gotta go home." Like I just, I, 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 I gotta go home. I don't know what it is. I went home. I took like Advil. I had some sugar. I had plenty of water. I ate food. Like nothing, I nothing I did would make it simmer down. I ended up just trying to go to bed and sleeping it off because it was the end of the day anyway. It was nighttime, but mm-hmm. um, which I felt like I was like the cigar tasted good. It's nothing against the cigar. I think I just had too much that day, and that one just had so much punch it put me out. Um, Oh, there was one time Carney was at my house, and I had Black Friday from HVC. Okay. And I was a little tipsy, and because uh, obviously John was involved, so <laughs> I think that might have been that might have been. I don't know if it was the night. It was the same weekend that we finished off a three-liter bottle of Titus Cabernet. Oh. I don't know if you remember Just that. Just the two of you. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, she had some. But it, it was, was a big bottle, but John did demolish John, most of it. <laughs> John did kill the majority of that bottle. But I did help, and she helped a little bit. Yeah. But um, I accidentally inhaled. Because we were playing basketball or something. We were doing something. And it was <laughs> yeah. late at night, and we'd already been drinking. And I accidentally inhaled it, like, all the way. And then that really, like, <clears throat> I was like, oh, shit. That was a bad move. So you <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like a typical Carney night. You split a magnum almost of... Tightest cab playing basketball, inhaling cigars. That, mm-hmm. that sounds about right. <laughs> I still have the bottle. I still have the bottle. It's full of bands. Um, I used to carry a basketball in my trunk of of my car back when I was in Texas, and Carney knew it. And anytime we'd go by like a random basketball court, like um, when he would travel with me, he'd be like, "Hey, stop! We gotta shoot some hoops." Like, we literally, we, we literally let's get, like, let's get out over here and uh, go shoot some hoops. Exactly. That's yeah, let's do we, it. We did Plus. it several times. Like he's like he's like oh there's another court let's go and I'm like all right Carney and you're like I don't know and he's like bro come on I'm, I'm, I'm like dressed up I'm in like dress shoes like and he's like and he's making and you feel bad he's going bro come on let's go oh because Carney moves. always traveled in basketball shorts and a sh- and a t-shirt like that's just how he is but he's he ready made, to play but he made us travel business casual so like we're traveling and he had Crocs on oh he yeah of yeah. course but he could go 
he could randomly go and shoot hoops for a while, and like I'm just like dying. I'm like, golly. <laughs> I feel like no matter like if you've ever had the opportunity to like just hang out with John, like you have a story. Oh yeah, and it's because every time you do, it's just it's an adventure when you hang out with him. It's never just like a dull moment where you just you go to the house. Maybe you order some pizza, you have a cigar, and you watch a movie, and you're, you no, just kind of hang out. No, he has to take it up. No, bunch. it's it's somehow, a thing. some way. Like th- when he showed up at your house on Halloween, and he decided to decorate the whole house, and, and you're like, "What? Fog, yeah. The hell is this?" Oh yeah. <laughs> As we I talked about have, last time, you were on. I still have half those Halloween decorations at home. So. And it was all him. It was. You're just like, what? Yeah. What? What is this right now? And he's like, bro, it's <laughs> over the top. I put this all together. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. It's ridiculous. He still sends me random messages <laughs> when he sees some like crazy over the top Halloween decoration. He's like, we gotta do this. I'm like, okay. he sends me like he sends me the most random things too, and it's always good stuff too. But I'm like, how does he like have the time to find? It? Like, I'll get like four videos from Instagram in my DM every day from Carney. Like, One, two, three, four, and I'm just like looking at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's That's so hilarious. funny. I wish he was here with us. Like, again, this is another event we came to, and John's not here. And John's not here. I just think how epic it would be if he was here right now. Actually, would we would we have much to – like, would we have time to get in any talk? Because he kind of just takes over, doesn't he? Honestly, if John was here, we might even lose the uh, the security deposit on the house because God knows what would have happened. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, the guy would have called us like, what did you do? And I don't know. We had this other guy with us who was our friend. And, uh, I won't do that to you, Matt. Yeah, I know. I know. It's okay. I found a wine bottle like in the bathtub, and it was like, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> the toilet was clogged with a wine bottle. <laughs> yeah, someone tried to flush a wine bottle down there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, anyway, so before we end the show, we did have one more thing we were going to announce right before the top three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're talking about our thing. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the Rui thing. Oh, well, yeah. Out. Well, yeah. Okay. We I thought you were talking about both of those. There's lots of news. All right. So another thing that has literally just broken his news is the great Fred Rui, a.k.a. at Godfather. I yes. Think it's, at Godfather is his handle. Yeah. Um, who you may know as the previous owner of Nomad Cigars has re-entered the cigar industry officially, and he will be with Illusione. Which is crazy to me, but good crazy. I'm just happy he's back. Yeah, I like, am too, because he belongs in the industry. He like, does. He tried to get out, what, three years ago now? And yeah. he just couldn't. He's always involved in, in, you know, he was with the Hacking Gourmet. He was helping Abe do the Connoisseur Club. Yeah, oh yeah. I always saw him in things. We had him on Off the Record a few times. You had him on the Smoking Tobacco Show. Uh, he's just so good at, at it. Like, yeah. He's a great cigar savant. He's very, very knowledgeable. He's very entertaining. Uh, he's good for the industry, and uh, it was announced today that he's working with Illusion, which I think is great for Illusion, because now you're going to have Fred out there pushing the brand and like a face. Yeah. You know, Dion's a face, but Dion, he's such a good blender, and he he has he focuses on his craft. He doesn't really get out there and travel too much or anything like that. Now we can have Fred do it. Yeah. You know, Fred can go out there do events. He can get people excited about the brand. Uh, because they make great cigars. So I'm very happy for both parties. For Fred, because I'll get to see him a lot more often again on the road. And for Illusion, because I think it's going to really take their brand up a notch. I, I'm excited. I, I I think that he is a huge asset to the industry. He belongs here. Absolutely. Um, he loves the industry. So having him officially back in, uh-huh. uh, even though it's a much different capacity, he's still here. And it'll be nice to have him around and, and, and doing more things and being able to do some things with him. Uh, really excited for that. And we we love Fred a lot. He is just absolutely amazing as a person too. Yeah. He is just amazing. So we were really. I saw that news break and I was like, oh yes, <laughs> Fred is back officially. <laughs> Fred is back. Um. So thank God for that. <laughs> and he'll remind everybody that he's back. <laughs> oh, it, it, there, there's gonna be like some Facebook post later tonight or tomorrow, uh, that he does, and it's like you know, the homecoming or the return of the king. The like, return of the I'm king. I'm here. Yeah. I've I've returned. He's back. It's like when in Lord of the Rings, you know, like when Gandalf dies, but he comes back as like Gandalf the White, and he's like, "Yeah, that's gonna be Fred." He like comes back as like Fred the, the White or like Fred the Majestic, and he's like, "I'm back, but it's better." Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's definitely <laughs> exciting. Um, yeah, we are we are running out of time here. 
We are going to wrap up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go, Andy, anything else that we want to, uh, to plug? So for us at McAuliffe, um, we're coming up on Women's International Day, mm-hmm. or International Women's Day. I butchered that backwards. Yeah. Which is Mar- March 8th. Yep. Um, last year, we came out with a cigar. Unfortunately, last year, it kind of got released a little bit later than International Women's Day. We wanted it to be on that same day. Uh, it was the Medallia Special Edition. Did yeah. you have a chance to smoke that last year? I think we did. I think so we did. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, what, what what was the size on that? It was a it was a thirty eight. It's like a five and a half by thirty eight. It's a long. It's a it's it's a laundrace. Laundrace is how you say it. Yeah. I guess so like a thinner long stale. Uh, so that comes out uh, again this year. We're re-releasing it. Okay. So same size, same blend. Same size, same blend, same box. Actually, it's going to be at a cheaper price point. Oh. So with the expansion of our factory last year and all the efforts we went into scaling uh, what we do down in Esteli, Nicaragua, we're able to efficient, more efficiently make our cigars at a better price point to share with our consumers. So um, we didn't come out with any formal announcement of it, but we didn't do any price increases this year. I know there was a lot of companies that came out and did a price increase this year because of, you know, different challenges that were given to them last year with, you know, rising costs in bands, boxes, even cellophane went up from what I was told. Oh, yeah. Um, however, because of our timing and scaling the factory last year, we were able to kind of get around that to where we didn't have to increase any prices and even allows us to bring down the price a little bit of the McDalia Special Edition uh, that you guys will be seeing us re-release here in the next week. So it will start uh, shipping again later next week. So that way it's on people's shelves for International Women's Day uh, because it's a cigar that we've made to celebrate, you know, what women have done in the cigar industry because a lot of that gets overlooked. I mean, there's a lot of women that are involved with the industry. Nicole is involved with the industry. I know a lot of women retailers that are out there. And then down in the factories, there's a lot of women rollers, a lot of women inspectors. They're a big part of this industry and making sure that it works. And, you know, this cigar, Migdalia, is the matriarch of the Gomez Sanchez family. Mm -hmm. And it's one of our most popular cigars. So this cigar is kind of you know, pays homage to her and her story and homage to the women of the cigar industry. So I also had the opportunity of speaking last year on the panel that McAuliffe hosted. Yeah. That women's panel with Amanda, Connie, Meg. Yeah, that was a great um, show. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was an amazing show. Yeah. um, Full of wonderful women in the industry. So, yes, go Sisters of the Leaf. As Sisters of the Leaf. So (laughs) this is actually the first public announcement that we're making that it is coming out again. Yeah. So um, look for that, guys. It was very popular cigar for us last year. It was one of my favorite smokes. It's a great cigar. Um, it's a 45-minute smoke, but it just it the flavor is just amazing on it. Uh, that will start hitting the shelves again, not this week, but the week after okay. as we start releasing it this week. And then uh, International Women's Day is March 8th, which I believe is a Tuesday. It's a week from this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look out for that, guys. You'll see it on the shelves again. Um, make sure you grab some. And you Absolutely. Heard it here first, folks. You heard yeah, it here you first. Heard it here first. This is our announcement on it. So it's back. It is back. Like Fred Rui. Fred Rui's <laughs> back. The McDaya Special Edition's back. I'm I'm excited about both of those. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be good. And so. uh, definitely check that cigar out. Yeah. Um, you're you're not gonna want to miss that. Attention, all ambassadors, especially. Ambassadors, keep your eyes open. It's coming. But with that, I think that's going to do the show for tonight. So, Andy, thank you for being here with us. Thanks for having me, guys. This is great. Yeah, you know, this is fun. We don't get to see each other but like a couple times a year. Yeah. So the fact that we're here together at the same time, uh, I appreciate you guys reaching out to me to have me on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I look at you guys more than just industry partners. I look at you guys as friends. So whenever Absolutely. you guys need something – I'm happy to come on and, and help you guys out. And you're always available, too. You're easy to get a hold of. Yeah, I don't do so much. So you don't have a life, Andy, is what I'm <laughs> I don't have no, a life. No, he's always, he always, <laughs> always available. He, he always <laughs> has the time for us, which I appreciate. It's awesome. Hey, you know, I, I believed in you guys before you even really got going. So We appreciate it. Is, it. Uh, it's something that I fought for, for us to be partners 
for you guys to be partners with McAuliffe Cigars. Yep. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm loving it, and I hope you guys are too. We are. It's yeah. it's been nothing but great. So uh, awesome. Thank you to McAuliffe and to you, Andy, yep. uh, and everyone back at McAuliffe. You know, for for being with us. It's special to have you guys on the show too. Yeah. Um, so thank you for being here. Uh, that is gonna do it. We um. Couple of oh. announcements. Announcements. Boom, boom. So next week's show, we will be back on Thursday night as normal. Um, and we have Wayne Clark from Placencia joining Ooh. us as our guest next week. And we do have a full month of guests. Um, and then we also did do an announcement for our second annual Cigar Family Charitable Foundation raffle. So that is going to kick off on March 28th. Um, we're sort of teasing the prizes right now. But that kickoff show is when the raffle site will go live and when we are um, going to be doing a showcase of Jeez. all the amazing prizes. And last year we gave out over 40 we had over 40 winners and we raised over seven thousand dollars wow um, for the cigar family charitable foundation so we are going to beat it um we also have prizes um from amazing uh donors um such as mccallif rim 101 generous, tatuaje um, Toro so we, are, we yeah. already donated stuff you yep. already did oh okay yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> already on top of it Man. um yeah, <laughs> I don't know what we don't <laughs> I don't think I know either because I think someone told me, but I don't think we've opened any of it yet. It all just yeah. kind of gotcha. got shipped in, so I don't know gotcha. specifically. But because yeah. we haven't really unpacked any of the stuff that's come in yet, because we've just been dealing with all this stuff. Yep. But um, we did get it, so there is some. There's a couple. I think there's a couple boxes of cigars. Oh, okay. So cool. there's a, there's a few boxes of cigars. Um, and there will probably be. Um, I can't do math right now, but more than fifty chances to win. Yeah. Um, we have Fuente prizes, including rare Opus, hard to get your hands on Opus, um, J.C. Newman cigars, Tatuaje, Room 101. We have United. We have LFD. We have McAuliffe. I think Drew Estate um, is in that, Drew too. We have Estate. We have Smoking Cat cigar accessories. They're cool. I think Coop's donating a sampler. Um, cool. Jay Davis of Smoke yep. in, um, not Smoke, we'll uh, Blue, Blue, Smoke. Uh, Blue Smoke of Dallas. We have some full body, uh, bottles of whiskey <laughs> that are going to be donated as well. So we have yes. cigar and whiskey prizes going on. But there's lots of opportunities to win. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm really excited so, about it. Coming up. Yeah. Boom. Boom done. All right, guys. Well, that's <laughs> going to do it for tonight. Yep. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Visit smokingtobacco.com for more, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Yeah, if any of you are there tomorrow, come by the McAuliffe booth. That's right. Come by I'll the McAuliffe booth. See this yeah. guy. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Bye, guys.